Let's focus on the big issue of the day. The B.C. government has announced it will appoint a minister focused solely on delivering housing to British Columbians. Premier David Eby made the announcement today in Vancouver, which is hosting the 2022 Housing Central Conference. Now, generally, housing issues have been a small part of large ministerial responsibilities with no sort of consistency as to what ministry shares the housing portfolio. The current minister, of course, is Murray Rankin. He's also the minister responsible for Indigenous Relations and Reconciliation. Now, today's announcement comes as the government announced legislation yesterday uh, to stop strata councils from adopting restrictions against renting condos or banning children from their strata. Uh, The second piece of legislation would also set housing targets for municipalities uh, with the promise to overrule those that fail to hit those targets. Joining me now is Premier David Eby. Premier, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me, Jeff. Well, you've had a, a very busy few days. Let's talk about news of the day. You've talked about uh, a new housing ministry. What would this housing ministry do that this government isn't already doing or wanting to do? Uh, the issue of housing for British Columbians has really raised uh, to the level that it needs its own dedicated Ministry. We're now uh, uh, moving directly into the area of middle-class housing, making sure that people uh, who are working and making our communities go actually have a place to live. And the job uh, has expanded dramatically to respond to the housing crisis in our community. Having a dedicated minister that's not also doing other jobs is going to be important for us to deliver for British Columbians. Mm-hmm. Um, your announcement yesterday... Uh, and, uh, you know, we've talked about amendments to the Strata, Strata Property Act, which would remove rental restrictions for all B.C. Strata buildings. has got a lot of attention, captured a lot of attention. But others have also said that this, these proposals that you uh, talked about yesterday and introduced, that were introduced yesterday, are still timid, that you had also had talked about during your leadership run, uh, wanting to legalize secondary suites in every region in B.C., uh, you also wanted to potentially, uh, you know, allow developers to replace single-family homes with up to three units in major urban centers. Your platform also talked about a flipping tax that would apply to the sale of residential property, uh, depending on how long you keep that house and how fast you flip it. Or, or can we expect those uh, proposals in the near future, or are those now sort of punted aside and that's not something you're you're focused on? No, those are those are absolutely critical initiatives for British Columbians, and uh, the, it's important for uh, British Columbians to know uh, that uh, that we've been working on uh, on the housing issue for a while, getting the speculators out of the housing market and addressing uh, that kind of activity through the speculation and vacancy tax and other initiatives around housing. Uh, the announcement, uh, the bills introduced in the legislature on Monday around opening. Uh, uh, units that are currently vacant for rental, really important to make sure that housing's available. Uh, this is just another step in the journey. We've got a lot more work to do. You're going to see more from us on this. And during the leadership campaign, I set out a number of different initiatives that we're doing the policy work on so we can deliver for British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Now, part of that legislation yesterday was the Housing Supply Act, which aims to increase the stock of housing uh, in BC by establishing um, uh, targets for municipalities. Uh, what municipalities would you focus on? Is it just underperforming municipalities or where there is greatest need? Um, you know, some com- municipalities may only have 50 or 60,000 residents, while communities like Vancouver and Surrey collectively represent 1.2, 1.3 million people. How will you decide those 8 to 10 municipalities that would need uh, to be focused upon and uh, the energy behind government putting its energy behind those markets. 
Yeah, the, the focus of this is really on the fast-growing areas of the province where we know that in, in those regions we're not meeting the demand that's out there. Uh, Jazz, you'll know we had 100,000 people who moved here last year, which was a record. hadn't seen uh, that kind of in-migration to our province previously. And we're expecting to set another record this year. We need to make sure that the housing is there. And so focusing on fast-growing regions, uh, it'll allow us to do two things. One is to uh, really recognize uh, those communities that are delivering that housing and providing to them additional support so that communities are livable and great places to be, great neighborhoods, the trails, the arenas, the pools, the parks, those kinds of things. And, uh, and identify those cities that need additional support that uh, are not matching uh, what the demand is and figuring out how we can help them uh, hit these targets so we get the housing in place. It's, you know, it's up to the city to decide where the housing goes and what it looks like and so on. That's, you want towers or townhomes, that's, that's your city business. Um, but not whether or not the housing goes ahead. Uh, we need all hands on deck on this. And if there is an instran- uh, intransigent community or council or mayor, uh, you don't have a problem uh, bringing down the hammer on uh, said municipality if, if, if need be? Well, the legislation has some really clear tools that are available to the provincial government in the event that uh, cities aren't hitting their targets and it doesn't look like we're going to be able to get there cooperatively. But frankly, I've had calls with mayors now across uh, Metro Vancouver, South Vancouver Island, across the province and the interior. And, uh, and I haven't talked to a mayor yet that isn't uh, ready to go and wants to deliver housing. Uh, what, what is uh, the situation uh, is that these mayors will say, look, we need to have uh, you know, we need a school in our community or we need uh, critical infrastructure to be able to deliver that. And, uh, and I couldn't agree more. So uh, this is facilitating conversations with those local leaders so that uh, we can build out strong communities for people and that when folks are looking for housing, they find that housing, but they also, uh, you know, they, they have the amenities that they need to go with it. So it's, uh, it's, it's working well to really push those conversations already, and it's not even the law yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, late this morning, there was a press conference the BC Liberals held, uh, and their leader, Kevin Falcon, said that uh, the government must launch independent reviews of, uh, of uh, BC Housing and the Atira Women's Resource Society after leaked reports on their part saying that there, it, in, it indicated mismanagement. Uh, is there anything you want to say to that? I haven't uh, seen the report uh, that Mr. Falcon uh, is talking about, to the best of my knowledge. I don't know. Um, I'll, uh, I'll absolutely uh, be engaged on that. I, you know, I think it's critically important as we expand housing and we work with the nonprofit sector that British Columbians have confidence, and that's why we did a fairly major restructure at BC Housing to make sure that British Columbians can have confidence about the work that's being done there. They've grown so quickly. Uh, they are the biggest residential housing developer in Canada and probably in North America. And, uh, and frankly, uh, they came from uh, being quite a small organization under the previous government. So they, their governance uh, needs to catch up. We've got a great board that's delivering on that right now. And the bottom line for people means that you can have confidence that when we're investing in housing, uh, that that money is going to the right place to make a difference in your community. Uh, it's critical work. It's a bit boring, this governance stuff, but it's about delivering something crucial, which is housing. Final question to you. you we've got two years before the next election, roughly. Uh, is this the major file you think you'll be judged on when it comes to election day? When it comes to housing I, specifically? I mean, yeah. Housing is, is one of uh, four key areas that I heard from British Columbians about. Healthcare, making sure people get the care they need when they need it, access to family doctors. 
uh, around public safety, that they feel comfortable in their home communities. They're not worried about the safety of people living in their streets and they're not feeling their downtowns aren't as safe as they used to be. And uh, housing as a key part of that. And finally, a strong economy that's part of our fight against climate change with good, strong, secure jobs in a time of global uncertainty. Uh, these are the priorities of our government, and that's what uh, we'll be delivering for British Columbians because it's their priorities. Premier, thanks for your time. Look forward to chatting with you uh, for a longer period uh, in the near future. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. You bet, Jazz. Thanks for having me.